Lunch in the park? Check. Hand sanitizer? Check. Cancer screening? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe. Some sermons tell more than we need to know. Hi, and welcome to the Preaching Points podcast for this week. I'm your host, Brian Henning. And of course, all preachers desire for their listeners to understand their sermons. That's a given. And so this week, we want to highlight Pulpit Talk Volume 4 and Issue 1 on being clear in your sermon. This issue has discussions with leading preachers detailing the hows and whys of being clear. All right, that's Pulpit Talk Volume 4 and Issue 1. You can purchase it in our online store at gordonconwellstore.org. And now with this week's Preaching Points podcast, we join Drs. Scott Gibson, Matt Kim, and Jeff Arthurs as they encourage preachers to leave some of your sermon prep on the cutting room floor. In her delightful series on the life of the pastor, Father Tim, Jan Karen writes this as Father Tim reflects about his preaching. She writes, When talking about his sermon, Father Tim Cavanaugh said to his congregation, I wrote a sermon this week, but discovered something as I reflected upon it. It told us more than we need to know. And it is true, isn't it, Jeff and Matt, that some sermons are like this. Some sermons tell us more than we need to know. I think the longer I'm in the homiletics uh, game, the more I think that the art of homiletics can be reduced almost to the art of selection. Hmm. Tell us more about that. What do you mean? Well, you can't say everything, and so you have to make choices. You have to select what you will say. And our tendency is to say everything or lots of things that we know about the topic that we've studied in the text, but it just cannot be done. And I think Tim Kavanaugh would say it should not be done. People don't need to know everything that you spent eight hours studying. I'm finding that many of my student preachers are struggling with this as well, asking the question, where am I going to fit all these exegetical points that I've been studying into the sermon? How do they fit in? Yeah, because it is a matter of selection and sorting and seeing how the things that you select and sort out of all of it helps to make for a clear sermon. Right. Matt, what do you tell them? What advice do you give the students? Well, I tell them that the exegesis and the rigorous study that they do is important, and it all filters into the sermon somewhere, but not every detail needs to be included. So we're just focusing on the main points. Do they believe that? Can they understand how it's important, even though it never makes its way into the sermon? I think they're having a hard time with it, to be honest with you. A lot of preachers, we all struggle with that. As you say, it's a challenge of selection. But sometimes what we have a tendency in doing as preachers is we tend to emphasize, go to one side more than any other side. For example, if we spent a lot of time in exegesis, we're going to want then to reveal our exegetical underwear to everybody. That's a human impulse. Yeah. And so the question is, is what is necessary for our listeners to know in order to get 
what you're trying to get across. And that's maybe a question that we want to apply to ourselves and to our um, neophyte preachers as well as experienced preachers. What is absolutely necessary in order to get what you want to get across to your listeners? Of course, Haddon's oft-repeated mantra is less is more. And I believe that fewer ideas dealt with in more depth ends up with more impact. Our tendency is to shotgun it and spread it and say all sorts of things thinking there will be more impact that way. But no, dwelling on concepts ends up with more impact. The opposite problem is true where we spend so much time on illustrations that the illustrations dominate the sermon and there's very little exposition of the text. Yeah, so there's that principle again about where you're leaning and putting most of your emphasis is in a particular type of area where maybe you've spent time or your personality is more favored, you're predisposed to being more story-oriented and trying to pull the balance back and saying, what type of information do the listeners need to know in order to get across the idea of this text? And it, it, it pushes us, I know, but it's what our responsibility is. Because otherwise, we'll cloud the issue, we'll make it a historical lecture, or it'll a become mile a mile wide and an inch yeah, deep. And it know. Be, or it becomes about ourselves, about mm. us. Uh, the whole sermon, all our sermons are autobiographical testimonies of us. It's a judgment call because we are teachers, we are explainers, we have done exegesis, but how much is necessary. It's a judgment call. And I guess what we're saying is we tend to give too much. The pendulum swings to that side uh, rather than the other side of hardly saying anything but just saying it over and over. (laughs) But the matter of selection is really a good, thoughtful way of of putting it uh, before us. And so, preachers, be aware of this. Some sermons tell us more than we need to know. Yeah, a difficult task to be sure, but cutting out some of your material usually yields a more clear presentation. Scott Gibson, Matt Kim, and Jeff Arthurs with this week's Preaching Points podcast from the Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. Our purpose each week is to offer brief reflections on preaching that will help you in your sermon prep and your sermon delivery. All right, I'm Brian Huttinga. Thanks for listening this week to Preaching Points. Lunch in the park? Check. Hand sanitizer? Check. Cancer screening? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe.